0: Oh, and we're live, and we're having fun tonight on the show. How about swimming with a 17-foot crocodile? How much we do not care about boxing? And, of course, the bad suit resume deliveries. You're live on this and that. Let's get into it. Yeah, first, have you heard of these people that fly to, let's say, South Africa, and they go on a great white shark excursion? They pay absorbent amounts of money, they go into the middle of the water, where the great white sharks are, and they get into this cage that's in the water next to the sharks. They feed the sharks, and the sharks are, like, smashing into the cage and, and biting these big fishes and eating in front of them. And it's just, like, this crazy experience that I would never do in a million years. Well... Now, in Australia, you can do the same sort of thing with a 17-foot crocodile. That's right. If you pay the price, you get put in a glass tank with a living dinosaur that feeds right next to you and snaps these jaws. And for all I know, could break through the cage and end your life. Like, who are these thrill seekers? Who's paying money to get put in a cage to have this dinosaur eat next to you? Like, are you one of those people? You know, I feel like I don't know. I feel like we'll do anything for a thrill. It's like, hey, just just toss me out of this plane. Yeah, you know what? Leave the parachute. You I tell you what you do. Leave the parachute on the plane. You jump out of the plane after me and give me the parachute because that's scarier and that gives me a bigger rush. I mean, come on, man. Next thing is going to be, hey, put me in a in a pool with piranhas because you know I might get bit and that's that's wild. But let's get serious. You and i would both pay the money to go see the croc right i mean it's it's supposed to be safe you haven't heard of any disasters happening with it and who wouldn't want to get that close to a, a living dinosaur and an amazing crocodile that could you know change your life forever i don't know it, it depends how much i'm sure it's like 300 bucks but i don't know i get into it okay the next thing i want to talk about tonight is the sport of boxing now when's the last time you ever tuned in to a boxing match? There's a good chance it was maybe like the the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight from, from years ago. If you're like me, it was when Mike Tyson bit off Evander Holyfield's ear. I'm talking like 15 to 20 years ago. 20 years ago. And 15 years ago. Crazy, right? No one watches boxing, and yet somehow we have these quote-unquote mega fights that come every two, three, four, five years. Like, for example... Floyd Mayweather, he's 49-0. He's never lost. He's fighting this MMA artist Conor McGregor, who's significantly younger than this guy, and they're each making absorbent amounts of money. Like Mayweather showed today in the press conference, he's got an uncashed check for 100 million dollars. How are they making this kind of money? Like, yeah, we want to tune in and watch like this weird MMA versus boxing fest to see what happens. Like, we're all suckers for this. Remember when? donovan billy raced michael johnson back at this is after the olympic olympics because we wanted to see who was better and we all tuned in to watch because like wow what what this is amazing it's weird how we love like these weird like i don't know like the kind of I'm, I'm gonna call them a freak show we like weird freaky ideas and so we're saying hey what if we put the best mma artist pound for pound versus this undefeated he's getting kind of a, to become an old man and see who wins i'll tell you this it's on my birthday, I'm going to watch for about four rounds and then I'm going to turn it off and be like, I, you know what, I hate boxing and I don't ever want to see it again unless I'm watching the Rocky movies. Like, do you agree with me on this or are there actually boxing fans out there? Okay, real quick here, I, I work in the world of advertising and marketing and consulting and all that fun stuff and social media and content and I want to talk about the word official, the official partner of fill in the blank. If you have a business, how much money would you pay to be able to say official blankety-blank of blankety-blank? Because today, I was driving around and I saw the official collision center of the local sports team. And it was this entire billboard. I mean, the billboard's you know, $1,200 plus printing, plus design, whatever it was. Like, let's say it was like a $1,500 to $2,000 hit. Official collision center of the local sports team. To which I say, who gives two rips? man, I'm kind of, kind of being negative tonight. But who gives two, like, is that going to influence my decision? Oh, they're the official, the official uh, collision center of the local sports team. No, like, I, I don't care. Like, what, How are your prices? What's your, what's your Facebook reviews like? How's your customer service? Those are things I care about. You pumping your own tires that you paid enough money to have the sports team say, yeah, you can say you're official, does have, have no impact on me. And that's why I'm like, this is why advertising is so bad because people aren't providing value to their audience, right? I mean, maybe there's some people out there that actually care that, hey, well, wow, like they're good enough for these guys. Well, maybe they're good enough for me too, but I doubt it. And I think that if we as marketers and advertisers spend a little more time trying to provide value to our audience as opposed to trying to sell, 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 sell then maybe we wouldn't hate advertising so much. It's why I don't mind giving my information away to Facebook because if Facebook, and they make money through monetizing of ads, if they can make the ads more relevant to my life, then I don't care, right? If I'm scrolling my Facebook feed and these ads are great, and I go, oh, yeah, I actually care about that, or I care about this, or maybe, oh, I didn't know that existed. Maybe I'll click on that link. My life's easier. What I hate though is ads that are irrelevant. And please, please businesses, stop spending money on things that don't matter. (coughs) Last hit tonight comes in the form of a story. I was imagining today, or by imagining I mean, I was remembering when I was about 15 to 17 years old and I just got out of school or college or whatever it was. I think I was still in high school actually. And I went to look for a new job and I followed the traditional route of going to get a new job. My mother and my father said, hey, go get a job at a bank. People respect banks, they love banks. And so I remember putting on like this vintage suit that I had bought from the local thrift store. You know, like a tweed suit that was way too big for me. And I put it off my resume. And I remember going in to this bank and giving my resumes. There was a couple up by the place I lived. And I gave my resume and said, hey, I want a job here. You know, and I never heard anything back. And I was thinking about this today. I'm just looking at myself as this insecure 15-year-old who has no idea what they're doing. I probably had a mushroom cut back then or frosted tips or whatever it was. In this bulky suit that didn't fit me and just being so unaware of my surroundings. Now, I didn't get a job, and, and that's fine because things worked out. But fast forward to when I was a manager at Earl's uh, sometime later, and I thought if I was the same kid walking into Earl's today, I would never give him a job, right, because he doesn't have the confidence, his resume is poor, and so on, so on, so But He doesn't have what I'm looking for. There's, there's no like pizzazz or skill factor. It was kind of a moment where I, I looked back and I thought, wow, I've, I've come a long way. Because now I would never follow the rules on applying for a job. I would never dress up in a suit and go to a bank and say, hey, here, you need to hire me. There's no way I would leave a job interview without that person saying, my business is less off without that person working for it. And It's just kind of it was this weird realization that self-confidence comes as you get to know yourself. And it comes to like this internal identity that we can get from outside forces or our faith or of whatever it is and how that directly impacts who we are today. So that was a little trip down memory lane about, you know, 15-year-old Greg was very different than 31-year-old Greg. And that's okay. I think it's part of the journey. And the journey is more important than, than the destination most days. All this to say is if you're listening to this and you're feeling a little bit low, you can make it. Remember that you're worth it. You're you're good at what you do, or you're at least good at something, and not to sweat the small stuff. If you don't get hired by this job or that job or whatever, don't worry about it. There's another one out there for you. And just focus daily on improving and getting better, and you'll be okay. And guess what? You definitely look better at applying for jobs than I did when I was 15. the segment today. It's occurring to me right now that I think I promised a fun segment that wasn't too heavy. And this one was kind of in the middle. A little bit melancholy, a little bit fun, like we have the crocodiles and the sharks. Tomorrow I'm going to focus on really fun hits. And for a lot of fun hits, feel free to check out the Justin and Greg show on Anchor. They're in the life section. They do a lot of fun stuff. That's my, myself and my business partner. We're actually doing a lot of fun stuff throughout the day, each and every day, uh, five days a week. But For me, if you're just tuning in for the first time, this is all about improving, becoming a better storyteller, enunciating my words, finding that proper cadence. I committed to doing 100 days of Anchor, and that ends on October 4th, and I'm looking forward to it. I think that I'm going to be a better public speaker by the time this is done, and I'll tell you what, I really enjoy this platform, so there's no way that when October 4th hits, I'm going to stop. I'm going to keep telling stories, and hopefully, you keep listening.